Right. What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Yeah. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Yeah. Welcome to You Can Sip With Us. I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. I uh, hope you're all having a great week. Wow. Yeah. Coming in soft and gentle and tender. Yeah, I hope you're all doing yeah. well. Hey, oh, come here hi. for a little huggy. Come here, so sweetie Do pie. Oh, I hope you're having a good week. It's the season of love. Yeah, that's true. It's February. True. It's a new month, and we're really doubling down on that. We just love love and you. And hey, things. we're going to cover some two sips today. So if you're in a um, pickle, email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com. We'll give you totally unqualified advice. You're more qualified now. You're very qualified. Now. I know I'm now. I'm not. Very, I know. So that yeah. bit doesn't work it's anymore. Perfect. So, like, you'll get 50% qualified. But mm-hmm. I would really like to hear about love predicaments. Yeah. Ooh. You yeah. know, and triangles. I saw this yeah. meme the other day and it was something like, when I say I don't love drama, I mean, I don't like to be involved in drama. Other people's drama, big fan. Serve me. Serve me. Yes. Yeah. I'm starving. Yeah. Yeah. So, so give it to us. Or if you have any good stories of other people's drama, even if it's not your own, mm-hmm. email us. You can sip with us at gmail.com. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I said, hey. I hey. swear by this thing and we should do a epi- a whole episode by. of things you swear by or like yeah. email us if you have things that you swear by. And I never shared um, okay. people. So, so you've got couple- some. Yeah, we've got some things that people swear by. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm going to like lift some of these. Uh, so thank you all for sending these habit stacking. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I heard, I've heard of that. That's like a James Clear thing, right? Where it's like from the what is that called? Atomic habits. I need a refresher though on it, right? I know. Habit stacking theory and practice. Okay, when it comes to building new habits, you can use the connectedness of behavior to your advantage. One of the best ways to build a new habit is to identify a current current habit you already do each day and then stack your new behavior on top. Okay. Oh. So like so like Okay, so like if you're drinking, this is something that has worked for me. I've been making my coffee every morning, right? That's your yeah. ritual. You have a little coffee. And when I started taking supplements, I would forget them all the time. But then I was like, I'll just put them over by my coffee so then I just drink my coffee and take yes. my supplements. That's a yes. habit stack. Great. Make it convenient to build right. the habits. All right. Adrenal cocktails every morning. Now, mm. you're an adrenal cocktail girl. I am. I, I don't do it, it as much anymore because I'm not yeah. in as severe fatigue, but I do take supplements to help my to support my adrenals. Yeah. And I should I take – I feel it in this stage of my cycle that I'm in, like the couple days before. I'm really feeling that – Fog. Like I could use a little help just speeding up the connectors. Yes. Yeah. Clarity. Clarity. Focus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Tongue scraping every morning. You- what the hell's oh, wow. tongue scraping? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's that? It's like a metal loop and you pull it down your tongue so you get all the bacteria out of all the grooves of your tongue. What does that do? I keep forgetting. Gets the bacteria out. But why? 
Isn't back? To, isn't that like your tongue? Isn't just like? Isn't that a place that should just be this is whatever? A great it question, is? Colleen. Because I just did it. I didn't ask why. <laughs> I just said okay. All okay, right, I fine. googled it. Mm-hmm. Benefits of tongue scraping: uh, better breath, improved tongue appearance, better digestion, overall health, healthier teeth, boosting immunity. Is this actually good for you? In theory, scraping your tongue could help maintain the right balance of good bacteria in your mouth. Mm. This good bacteria could produce more nitric, N-I-T-R-I-C. Nitric acid. Oxide, which nourishes stem cells that help to repair and replace older damaged cells. There are so many things. Uh Uh-huh. And you can't do it all. Otherwise, you're going to get... You know what I can't stop looking at? Red light therapy. Because we talked Mm -hmm. about it. Mm -hmm. I said, hit me up. You know, I want to get a good one. And then people did. They hit me up. And I'm like, ooh, maybe that one. Maybe that one. Maybe that one. Now I got like five different choices that have been in. I open up a different external browser for each one so that I don't. It's almost like a bookmark. Mm -hmm. So now every time I go to my internet browser on my phone, those are sitting there waiting for me to make a decision and pull the right. plug on something. And now you're back to square one. Because you're like, cool, thanks for sending me all these. But now I've got five to choose from. How do I choose which one of these is the best? How do I choose? And is there a discount? Is there right. some, Is there an influencer somewhere that has a code for me? Has a code? Uh-huh. I'd like right. a code. Mm-hmm. This right. is, these aren't cheap. They're not. I know. If you're going to get a good one at a full... And right. then... And then... It, I'd like to think that these really work and I'm going for it. But but then it's like, okay, now do I need to be tongue scraping? Like, right. damn. And, and uh, oil pulling. Have you heard of oil pulling? You switch I've heard of oil, oil in your pulling. Mouth? Yeah. yeah. So I saw this, some hygienist or something came on my For You page. She talks about her oral health routine, like nighttime and daytime. So she flosses, tongue scrapes, oil pulls, brushes her teeth, like a.m. and p.m. And it's oh just seems like a lot, you know, this is a but lot. She's like, oh, and she says all the reasons why. And when she says them, I say, oh, that's a good idea. I should do that, too. But then I don't want to do it. I and don't want to do all if these those. Things. But like, who is this proven? The red light therapy. There's some legs on this. I haven't looked yeah. into the other. So I'm not disc. I don't know. I but like I only want to do because I got a lot of steps in my routine already. I only want to add another one if it's right. like. This is legit, legit and it's going to yeah. make an incremental difference. Like stem cells, how many stem cells? Right, right. Me Tell me exactly. Exact number. Mm-hmm. Adaptogens. Heard okay, about this. Heard that word. Heard too. about that word. Heard Wait, that's that someone's, word. someone just sent adaptogens? They There's like by? this list. There's this list. Yeah. Gratitudes and affirmations. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mindset. Yeah. Intentional movement. Make, yes. Yep. Electrolytes and minerals. You've to, yes. Yep. Aqua True reverse osmosis water filtration Ooh, system on whoa. the counter. Now that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. The, the like <laughs> not mainstream, but like this. I swear by this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is it? Aqua True reverse osmosis water filtration system on the counter. Right. Yeah. Great question. What is this? Uh, frequency music for change for changing your brain chemistry. Oh, wow. All on Spotify for different needs such as stress, grounding, Mm etc. Someone, when they sent the red light recommendation, it was this company called Huga, H-O-O-G-A. They're one of my contenders, but I'm not sold on anything. 
But they said, oh, I use their red light therapy and their grounding mat. So then I looked, there's only $30. So then I looked up their grounding mat and it's this mat that you're supposed to make skin to skin contact with, like either put it under your feet right. when you work or whatever. So I'm like, all right, so that's an easier purchase, not as hard as the red light therapy investment. So I bought that. So I literally got my grounding mat right now. Okay. But where do you have it plugged into? I have a little, like right by my desk. I have a little I know, outlet. So into your wall? Into an outlet. Yeah. So I have this friend. I did this last episode, guys. Sorry, I took a little gummy and then yeah. I chew it right into the microphone for you. Okay. So sorry about that. That's but fine. I have this friend who researches the shit out of everything. Like okay. to, to just down anything, literally okay. anything he will research. So yeah. if he's got the best or if he's got something, I know it's the best thing ever. Okay. Right. So, and they're really into health. So it's, it's Danielle and Darren. Okay. Right. I mean, you look at these people, you know that they're healthy. They're yeah. just, yeah. Um, and so sometimes when I'm interested in pursuing something like this, like grounding or whatever, I'll like, message, what I'll say, Hey, what do you think of that? You know? Yeah. I'll say, what's your, cause I know they believe in grounding. Um, I see, I see her talk about that and they believe in like, you know, barefoot as much as possible. And they actually don't really eat vegetables. They believe in like a carnivore diet. They believe in all kinds of things. And, um, but if I'm doing anything in the health space, I ask them because they generally yeah. know about it and they'll say either if that's whack or here's the best one. So I said, hey, this grounding mat, what do you think? And she said, oh, let me ask Darren because he's got an opinion about it. And then he messaged me one and he said, this is the best. And he said, you want to be careful with the ones that you can plug into your wall because you got you have to account for dirty electricity. So if you're grounding to electricity then you're literally like, you could just be like putting dirty and he called it dirty electricity, which I'm sure is a term in that world that I never heard about. So he's like, you're just putting that into, that's what you're grounding into is dirty electricity. What you need is this one. And he's so funny. It's adorable because health is so important to them that they're willing to do things for it. And he sends me one and he goes, you know, it has like a long wire with a metal rod at the end that you're supposed to like put into the actual ground outside. But you just said you're plugged into an outlet. No, it's like it's the it's the electric outlet, but it's not a traditional plug-in. And it's a it's like the little rod. So you have it plugged in outside. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I don't have a plug-in outside. <laughs> okay. So it's a long wire with a metal thing at the end, and you put it in the dirt outside. And I was like, oh, so you just like stick it through a window or something, right? Because then you're getting that grounding into your pad. And he was like, oh, yeah, or you could have a contractor come out and like, he's like, it'd probably be more efficient to have them drill a hole through the wall and then just (laughs) secure it. I know. And I just thought like, oh, Darren, you're adorable because have you met me? Have you met me? I am, I'm guzzling alcohol every weekend. You think I'm having a contractor come out? (laughs) To dig out to, so they can get pro- appropriate grounding? No, I'm just going to stand outside sometimes. But you know, the way he does it, because he likes the lead. Come on. Yeah. Like, it, I am not a purist. I am not a no toxins allowed. Like, yeah. they also don't have Wi Fi in their house, right? Because the EMF signals are bad news bears and they turn oh. everything on airplane mode. And, like, if their phone's by their body, they turn their, their phone in airplane mode because of all. So they are very health conscious. And I believe in all of those things. I don't think they're crazy. I think there is science and legitimacy behind all of that. Having said that, I don't give enough fucks to do it. 
But I'm just have, telling you, if you I are have, plugged into dirty electricity, it might be defeating the purpose. Of oh, I'm, I have dirty electricity radiating it's through me flowing, right now. It's, it but is I'll tell you through what, me. the last what? couple days, if this is what dirty electricity is, sign me up. I don't want clean. I'm okay. If this is dirty, <laughs> I want it filthy. <laughs> I want it. Wow. Yes. Yeah. It's not you so like your, bad. Not like you like your martinis. Filthy. Filthy filthy it's yeah. giving me the edge i need in life wow is it really do you notice a difference i don't know if i notice a difference Could yet be placebo whatever we take it we but, don't we're not we're not beggars can't be choosers no and i i don't know th- this hookah company but they're like they seem legit so if they made this thing i would imagine they're not trying to pump dirty electricity into everybody but it's also like i don't know shit about shit Mm-mm. That's like an I don't trust line. anybody. I don't trust anybody because marketing, they're all in it for themselves. They're, sure. People are not health companies. They claim all kinds of things and they can yeah. say whatever they want. It's on like the fact that on a bag of Skittles, it'll be like fat free food, oh, gluten free yeah. as if it's a health thing. Yeah. You spin know, spin city. I mean, it's a spin city. So, okay. This Huga company. Yeah, we care about you, but we care about money more is yeah. what I think every company's tagline should be. Absolutely. You know? And that's fine. And that's I like fine. money too. Right. No, exactly. But that's what I'm just saying. I don't trust. I don't trust. Yeah. I only trust Aaron Natoni. <laughs> Let's get that's him it. on here. That's Let's it. Get him on here with his top five things that norm oh like I'm not calling them not normal people, but that like Right, but that normal I'm not gonna take the time to research it. Like that most people would do. Best yeah. bang. I mean, for your he buck. could he'll tell you the best knife set, you know? He'll tell you the best silver. He's like wire he'll tell you cutter. the best light bulb to use. He is a human wire cutter. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he like probably is even better than wire cutter yeah. because not only is he like then maybe going to try them, but he's researching like the company and where they started from and what their values are. And like, Oh wow. yeah, he's, he's doing it. He's great. It's everyone does need it. That's what Danielle always says. Everyone needs a Darren. I got a guy do. like that in my life. Not like that. Very different, but he's, he's the guy who recommended like the energy healer to me. And he, he's oh, yeah. like really like good with that different, yeah, uh, other worlds and energies and stuff. I'm gonna text him. Ask him. I'm gonna ask him about a couple of these things. Yeah, tongue right. scraping. Right, right. <laughs> my grounding mat. Your grounding mat. <laughs> my dirty electricity surge. Yeah. Am I filthifying my being, my aura, and red light therapy for that matter? Right. Like, do I need the six hundred dollar option, the thousand dollar option? Do I want the two hundred dollar option? Like, you know, right. how much should I be doing? Right. All right. Yeah. Magnesium. The last three I'm going to rip through because I okay. it's just like, yes, yes, yes. Easy yeses. And we've talked about them on here. Mm-hmm. Um, magnesium each night, eating for blood sugar balance, reishi, mushroom, matcha. I haven't done matcha, but things. Reishi, reishi, mushroom. The one yes. thing I, I will say about the magnesium is I believe in magnesium. Studies have shown in the power of magnesium. What I don't understand is why are there 20,000 types of magnesium and why do most of them suck? You know, apparently, well, I feel like they'll be like, uh, and don't believe what I'm saying right now because I'm not going to say it right. But there's like magnesium glycinate, magnesium Mm. polymate, whatever. And they're like, you do not want magnesium isomer or whatever. Right. What you want is this. Don't be tricked. Right. Don't be tricked. (laughs) And then I'm like, okay. And then I go to my cupboard and I look and I'm like, well, shit, that's the one that I have. Because again, the marketing. 
Yeah. So that's what I don't like too. It's like if we've if ma- if magnesium is good, why don't we just let the people that are good at magnesium do magnesium? Why are four hundred thousand people doing magnesium? Yeah. How do we suss it out? How do we how do we suss it out? Yeah, that one's tricky. That's a briar bush. <laughs> The magnesium section of the store because you're right. They say that you got to get specific with it, and and there's like six different kinds, and I don't way ever too know. many. And some are for morning, and some are for night, and I can't remember. Why instead of calling it magnesium glycinate, why don't you say magnesium sleep, magnesium mm-hmm. wake, magnesium fake? This one magnesium, sucks. Don't buy it. Magnesium, you know. Fake. <laughs> like, why don't you just make it clear for lay people? Yeah, dirty magnesium. Dirty magnesium. Dirty magnesium. <laughs> Filthy, disgusting magnesium. That's the one that I want. That's you what need I'm to saying. Put it in the grass and bury oh it God. in the soil and then yeah. snort it. And then That's the only way there. it's clean. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, you know, you guys are asking us for advice in this episode. Let us give you some. You want to trust your gut. And you can't always, you know, because your gut sometimes is a little bit of a mess, but not with Ritual. Ritual has, I mean, I feel like it's changed my insides to the point where I feel it outside, but it's got their daily three-in-one prebiotic, probiotic, and postbiotic with two of the world's most clinically studied probiotic strains to support the relief of mild and occasional bloating, gas, and diarrhea. I take, this is the first thing usually that goes in my body every day is this on an empty stomach and really overall health, overall wellness starts in your gut. So that's why I do ritual. And I like the ritual, the symbiotic plus because of the pre post and, um, well, the prebiotic probiotic and then postbiotic, the postbiotics provide fuel to the cells that make up the gut lining to support a healthy gut barrier. And then it's got this delayed released capsule, which is designed to help survive the harsh conditions of the upper GI tract. They also rigorously test and get their products validated by third party for allergens, microbes, and heavy metals. They invested in a study modeling the human colon, which showed that Symbiotic Plus significantly increased microbial diversity and the growth of beneficial bacteria. Not all bacteria is bad bacteria. In fact, we need the good stuff. Symbiotic Plus helps us with all of those good bacteria that we need. And they have industry-leading sustainability standards as well. They use scientific tools to select lower carbon packaging, prioritize sustainably sourced ingredients, and set ambitious climate goals. It's a female-founded ding-ding-ding B Corp, meaning they are holding themselves accountable to not just their company's financial health, but also the health of the people in our planet. There's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 20% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash sip. Start Ritual or add Symbiotic Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash sip for 20% off. All right. Aaron wrote, I swear by putting your cereal bowl in the freezer the night before so your milk in the cereal stays cold. That's a cool little hack. Holy shit. That sounds crazy to me. (laughs) After everything we've talked about, that. (laughs) We've gone way too far. (laughs) That's one I cannot do. Well, I think for me... 
Well, I have a couple questions, Aaron. <laughs> How long does it take you to eat a bowl of cereal? And why is your milk getting hot? Lukewarm, like two. (laughs) How cold do you want your cereal and your cereal bowl? Because also, don't you have to? You're kind of like touching the bowl with your hand. That's kind of cold. cold. And then you can't put it on your. You gotta have like like, granite countertops. Yeah. Otherwise, because if you're eating on your wood, like if you have like a wood table or something. Oh yeah. Ring. Yeah. That's a ring. That's a ring. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I I put it in the freezer. I ordered a stainless steel table. And I have gloves that I wear. <laughs> I swear by this. You guys, cereals never tasted better. As, oh, Aaron. All right, girl. This I'll truly it. is the most simple, cute little hack, though. <laughs> After everything no, no, we've I'm talked ripping about. her a new one. I don't yeah. buy it. I don't buy it. Aaron, you sound like a psychopath. <laughs> Who's doing this? <laughs> I have I have my feet on a dirty electricity mat charging through my body, but I am not putting my bowl in the freezer. That's 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 over. That you sound an ex, you sound like an extremist, Aaron. You sound like you need to get it together. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, is there anyone else I can rip apart? <laughs> Yeah, email us at you can sip yeah. with us at gmail.com yeah, and then never listen to another episode. Yeah. No, and I feel bad. Like, Aaron, if you're listening, it's all just jokes. We sure, love That's you. what we do here. People love it. I love that you know how to eat your cereal in a way that feels good to you. I swear should by all be so lucky. this thing that Chris found, this meme. Ooh. This isn't a swear by as much as just like a funny thing. And I, I can't, I have heard it in my head. At least five times since we've been recording. Ooh, and so, finally, you're going to sh- lay it on us. Because okay. we did an episode before this, you guys. We're on a roll. Oh, we're ripping. We're ripping and rolling. But I love when there's like a little inside joke with someone you're close with, like a friend yeah. or, you know, your spouse or whatever. And it just makes you giggle every time. And I have to find it and I'll share it on our and I'll share it on our stories. But it's this song that I don't know if it's like, you can find it anywhere or it's just a meme song, one of those things going around. But it's someone who's basically like, <laughs> it's this song and then they'll write like, um, my toddler uh, waking up the next morning cute as a button after she was a total like Frankenstein the night before, you know? Mm-hmm, and then the mm-hmm. song is like, you're my beautiful girl. <laughs> and then there's like this little puppet who comes out just like so happy mm-hmm. in her little robe. Oh. And it's like, could she be any cuter? <laughs> I've never seen that. Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. And so Chris will come down the stairs in the morning with Ellie. And her hair is just everywhere. And she's sweet yeah. as can be, you know. Yeah, right. She's happy as a clam. Happy as a clam. And he's singing, she's my beautiful girl. <laughs> And then he whips her around, you know, as she comes into the kitchen. Could yeah. she be any cuter? Oh, oh my God. It's just so funny. That's it's just adorable. so funny. So funny. Mm-hmm. Why okay. were you thinking about that while we were talking? Because I can't because I can't get it out oh, of my head. Oh, because it's just in your head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or just standing in front of a red light. She's my beautiful, my beautiful girl. girl. <laughs> All right. Well, send it to me. I will. I'll I tell will. you, I'll tell you my life. You know what I swear by? Not keeping inside jokes to yourself, Colleen. That's what I, I swear know. by. Sharing the wealth. I will. Okay. I will. All right. Okay. Let's tackle some two 
Sips. Are you ready for this, Ash? All right. Yeah. Ash and Cole, please keep this anonymous. Thanks. I'd appreciate your advice on something I'm currently struggling with. My husband and I are high school sweethearts and have been married for 10 years and have two little kids. Over the last year or so, he has increasingly become more negligent with his health. He does absolutely no exercise, pays no attention to his diet, and he's a functioning alcoholic. We've had many talks about his alcoholism, including recently, but it's clear to me he's not ready to make changes now. I know his addiction is a big part of his lack of interest or effort to take better care of himself. Due to all this, he has gained significant weight and I've become a lot less physically attracted to him. I find myself subtly staring or noticing how his clothes are fitting tighter. I feel terrible admitting this and it's causing me to put a lot of focus on that instead of the other amazing qualities he has as a husband and a father. I guess I'm just wondering, is this something I should be talking about with him because it's truly becoming a health concern at this point or should I keep my mouth shut. I don't want to come across as body shaming him, but I don't know how to politely tell him I want him to take better care of himself. I personally have a strong passion about overall wellness and the importance of taking care of your body to ensure a better quality of life and longevity. The fact that he's pretty much the opposite now is really conflicting to me, and I have a real fear this lifestyle is going to cause health problems for him down the road. Thanks for all you do. I look forward to listening every Tuesday and Friday. So this is Double Fister Soul Sipper, which means... Mm. If you are listening to our Friday episodes, which are over on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. You're in the Double Fister Soul Sipper Club. Um, that's where we drop our Friday episodes. We really let our hair down over there for five bucks a month. You get access to like everything we've ever recorded to binge your hearts out. Yeah. All right. So what does she do? Well, this feels really like truly we're not qualified for this because when addiction is involved, like if alcohol wasn't a thing, then I think this would be a different question yeah, or a different answer for me. I don't think the biggest concern here is that you're not attracted to him anymore. I think the biggest concern is you've got uh, an addiction that you're dealing with now. And sounds like, yeah, and it makes sense that I don't think that there are really happy, thriving addicts. I think most addicts come from wanting to escape their brain because they've got a story that sucks. Like their self-talk sucks, their self-esteem, confidence. Uh, And yeah, their brain's looking for any sort of relief or escape. And so they eat or they drink to find, you know, and then their brain lights up with dopamine and it feels good. And then they wake up and they feel even worse. And then the only way to get back is to eat again and drink again. And it's very scary and sad. I would not be having the conversation with him. I don't think about, I mean, I guess you could talk to him about his health. You could try. I'm surprised maybe that you haven't already. So I'm thinking that you maybe have said, have you not said anything to him? Maybe not. You could talk to him about his health and like he has more to live for than just him. And I'm concerned about you. I wouldn't personally approach the body thing. I don't think. Because I don't think that's the issue, right? If you were just like, not that he wasn't taking care of himself and drinking and all that, but just like, you know, maybe when we met, I was interested in the same lifestyle and it's changed. Now I'm not attracted. What do I do? But that's not what you're asking. So... I feel like this is beyond our pay grade. Yeah. And I would probably seek a therapist for you first. I don't know. Because I don't know your husband. So I don't know, like, if you talk to him about it. Like, I would say, and I have had these conversations, 
um, you know, like not th- this conversation, but I've had conversations where if there's a behavior that concerns me, I talk to him. I talk to John about it. Right. Um, Hey, I noticed you're doing this a lot or whatever. Like I noticed you're staying up. Like when he stays up too late or if he's been in seasons of drinking or like when I met him, he chewed and I, you know, hated that. So like I'll talk to him or if he's like just eating like crap and not taking care of it, I'll say, you know, like, hey, I noticed you. And I don't say it right away. I'll wait and see if it's like a habit that's a thing. And then I will talk to him about it. And he'll be like, I know. I'm aware. And I just try to be very kind. And he's living his life. He's got to choose. You know, I'm not the boss of him. You're not the boss of your husband. Um, but I think you maybe you could start there yeah. and just get a temperature check with your husband of like, hey, I'm concerned, you know, because she said they have two two car- two girls or something, yeah, two kids, right? So like, I'm concerned about you because the girls are watching and they love you. Depending how old they are, they probably still think he hung the moon, as most little kids do about their parents. And um, you know, you gotta kind of be the best that you can for them, or I want you to. And what's going on? Because I notice you're not really being the best for yourself or them and really having a lot of compassion. And then if he gets real defensive, I think then it becomes a different story. Yeah. Like, then you bring in the professionals. You do need to talk to somebody. You do need to probably get a trained professional, get your family involved. Like you need a safe space. I just don't think this is a question that we can really answer here knowing there's a addiction involved. Yeah. And that's like so serious. Mm-hmm. Like that to me out of everything, it's like, okay, in every marriage, there's going to be things where it's like we come out of alignment on important things that matter to us. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot of it in here is like uh, in terms of like lifestyle, right? I think about um, people who like to be outside or not or go to church mm-hmm. and not. There's just certain mm-hmm. things like we hold true and value and we want alignment there because then we're enjoying that like with our significant other. <clears throat> Um, but then it's like in the midst of this, this alcoholism is this whole other thing that is like very, very, very serious. And this is a disease and it's, it's, um, important that he gets well and recognizes it. And I don't know the best way, um, probably for like to Ashley's point for, um, you to, to get through to him and to get him the help that he needs. And so, definitely like calling the reinforcements because you don't want to mess around with this. Mm-hmm. this that to me is like poof, get help right but away. it depends too because she's saying he's a functional alcoholic and I feel like probably a lot of people in society are technically like anyone when they say I've heard at the end like oh I had stress with it I need a drink right um like I just watched we were talking about Vanderpump Rules on Patreon. I just watched Ariana go to this restaurant, Tom Tom, and she's like, I really need a drink. Like that technically is a form of alcoholism where you need to rely on alcohol to feel to change your feeling. But we wouldn't be calling someone like that an alcoholic. So I don't know the level or the severity. Right. It could be that he doesn't realize that he's developed like this daily drinking habit or something where maybe you do just talk to him. But if it's like very obvious – Right. I'm just saying like, maybe you could talk to him about it. And he's like, oh, you're right. I do want to be better. And let me pull back. Um, but if it's a serious thing. Yeah. That. Yeah. Then you need more than just two girls on a podcast who don't know. Yeah. What they're talking about, you know? Yeah. And my and this is, you know, everyone has their own thing. My perspective on it is skewed in probably the more alarmist type way. Mm-hmm. So uh, totally fair point. <clears throat> okay. All right. Next one. All right. All right now. <laughs> Another All right. Double Fister Soul Sipper. Subject line, 
what happens when you change your mind? Ooh, good. I like this. I don't. I love a good subject line. Nice. All right. First of all, love you both. You have gotten me through some really hard times as I became a new mom, and I'm so appreciative of your honesty and wisdom. So fast forward now to having an almost two-year-old and recently finding out that I'm pregnant with number two. My husband and I are really excited, but a big issue came up when I brought up that I would really like this to be our last baby. Mm. He really wants three. And back when we were dating, I had said I wanted one to three. After having my daughter, so range, one to three children. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. After having my daughter, I really struggled with going back to work. And even now it's tough because I feel like I'm missing out on those precious moments with her. But financially, I have to work. For a long time after she was born, I was very resistant to even thinking about having another. I'm excited for her to be a big sister and to grow our family. But I just know, if I'm honest with myself, that I really don't want more than two kids. So now I'm in this tough spot where I feel guilty because he's feeling like we already agreed on this big issue, but I am also really wanting it to be okay to change my mind and not bound to this agreement we made before we were living it. And I realized how hard this work-life balance would be. How do you come to a resolution for a situation like this? I would just say, sure, we can have another one as long as you do the pregnancy. Sure. Right. Go for it, babe. Let's talk. I'm all in as long as you're the pregnant one this time. Right. Like, and I say that like in jest, but I think it is very, is audacious the word? Audacity. Audacious. Like men have zero clue and there's no way that they could know. Yeah. They, like no fault to them, but they have zero clue. And they'll never know. They will never know. Never, ever understand what a woman goes through when she's, or even just not pregnant, but like even the cycle, like the hormonal cycle of a female. Um, but then definitely the sacrifices we make and they see people doing it all of the time. And so I do feel like it's just sort of like, they don't realize how big of a deal it is, Mm -hmm. but I think you are absolutely well within your right to say I've changed my mind. Cause it is not just like, it's not, it, it would be different if you, guys had decided you want kids. And then all of a sudden you're like, I don't want kids. I think I could see him being like, okay, well then that's a deal breaker for me. But cause there are people, right? Like I've seen those kinds of things happen before, but that's not what's happening here. You have two kids and you don't want a third for financial reasons, for emotional reasons, for all kinds of reasons. And it is an extreme toll on your body. Mm -hmm. I don't think you would regret having a third baby, right? I don't know anyone that's like, oh, I wish we wouldn't have had that third one. Um, so like if you have one, then then fine. I think that you'll be happy and you'll be like, how did we ever live without you? But um, I think you are well within your right and realm to say, I've changed my mind and I don't want three kids. I It was really a lot for me to deal with emotionally. Like they have no concept of the hormonal shifts. And then also I just feel like pregnant women are expected to just continue doing everything that they did when they were not pregnant. Like you continue working and you continue working as hard and you don't get the time off. And I, I just think it's absolutely outrageous and ludicrous that that is still the demand that we put on female. So but but also no fault to your husband because he doesn't know and he could never know. We don't share. Yeah. I don't think I did a good enough job really telling John how – I mean, and how could you? You would have to tell him like every second of every day because it is – it over it consumes you, right? It takes you over. 
How could they know? There's no way. But I think you're totally, I've got your back on you not wanting a third one. And I think we can hold space for your husband being upset about that. We don't have to like make him feel bad or like you get mad at him if he makes you feel bad or whatever. It's like, my answer is no, because of this, I really don't feel comfortable with it. And I love you. And I get that that's like, you're upset about that. I can hold space for you to be upset. I wonder, like, I just genuinely want to know how these conversations are going down too. Like, because I think the way people truly change their mind about something is through experience and learning. Like, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is just one of the most profound ways you change. And you've right. gone through this experience, this physical experience, and then this life experience of back to work and postpartum and you're a mom now and you're another on the way. And so there's an age and all these other factors, right, of like life that you've lived. And of course, you're different and you have different opinions on things than you did when you, you know, way back when, mm-hmm. pre-marriage, pre-kids, pre all these other life things that you've gone through. So there's everyone has a right to change their mind about, I think, almost anything when you have experience and you're learning. And that's like a really beautiful thing to to change. Um, and so I'm curious, like when this is presented, like I've been through all these things. I know with certainty now that I want to, and like what's the reaction, right? Like what's the basis? Like, and it's almost like it needs to be framed mm-hmm. of like, like this, just because you want three, like I'm asking you to put your respect and love for me above just a desire for something Mm -hmm. like this is your partner saying no and it's your body and it's your like this is to your point ash like okay you can carry the baby you can do all that well i'll totally do it if you are the carrier this time but yeah because they just have no idea it's a big deal and if like the worst thing you could do is like just not assert what you need in your life about something this big. So I'm proud of you for doing that. Yes. But then also like the timing of it's interesting that it's coming up while you're still pregnant with your second. Like you're newly pregnant, it sounds like, with your second. And so there's this like conversation about three. It's like, whoa, like we're, mm-hmm. you know, it's interesting. Yeah. I think I love the uh, giving yourself permission to change all of us just in general. Like sometimes I'll say something and they'll be like, well, a couple years ago you said this, like people will say that. And I'm like, uh-huh. And that I was changed like my a mind. A couple years ago. Like right. I'm a different, whatever. Uh, John was always um, going to be a stay at home dad. And then we had kids and he was like, I need help. I don't want to, ju- like, it's not, ful- I don't want to just be a stay at home. And not that um, like stay at home parents don't do, right. I don't mean just as if it's not enough, right. but it was not fulfilling enough for him as it wouldn't be for me either. Like, so then we got help, right? We, we had someone help with the kids. And at first it was kind of annoying to me. I'm like, well, this is what we always said. And I'm like, yeah, but we said that before we knew what we were talking about. Yeah. We didn't know. He had no idea that that wasn't going to light him up the way that he thought. Right. Mm -hmm. Not to say that we don't, obviously we don't even need to say that we love our kids and all of that, but like, I think it's a very fair thing to be able to change your mind. It reminds me of, I talked about this over here, maybe on Patreon one time, it was a, uh, Instagram I saw. And this woman said, I was listening. 
I was listening to a podcast. She goes, I don't take advice from men anymore, even if they're very successful. She said, I was listening to this podcast with Casey Neistat, who's like a director. And he told this story about how he was a young dad. I think he had a kid at 15. And at 19, he decided to leave Connecticut and move to New York because he just really wanted to be successful. He wanted to make it. And he had this deep desire and he was willing to do whatever it took. And so he couch surfed and he was homeless and he stayed in halfway houses and he did all, he just was grinding and working and never giving up. And she's like, and the whole time I'm listening to this thinking, where's your kid? Yeah. Like, she's like, I love that. It's great. Inspiring that you could do this. But like the only reason that you can do this is because you had someone taking care of your kid. Like 90% of the time, she's like, and I'm not saying he's a bad dad at all, right? But like, she's probably, the kid's probably with the mom 90% of the time. You're not taking a two-year-old to couch surf, to be homeless so that you can pursue your dreams no matter what. Like, that's not, that's just not, right? That's not the reality. And then she said, and beyond that, if the tables were turned and the mom decided she wanted to leave the kid and she wanted to go do whatever it took to be successful um, and left him with the dad... The, it's just not the, an equal playing field because what the mom hears is, oh, so you put your career before your child? Like, how dare you, right? Like, she's like, so I don't take advice from men anymore because it's not the same. We're not living in the same reality. Yeah. Like, men can do what they do because they have women supporting them. And I uh, I love that perspective um, because it is true. Like, the world is just set up differently for us. And I just, I mean, I, I couldn't feel more strongly, as you can tell, that with compassion, my answer is no. And here's why. And you're totally allowed that. Yeah. Keep us posted. I I love when people will like follow up with us. Yes. Keep us posted. We all have busy lives these days and don't want to waste a day recovering after a girl's night out. We don't have like there's there's no option, especially when you're, you know, parenting the next day. Right. You can't. We don't have we can't afford to waste a day. We don't get to waste a day. Zbiotic pre-alcohol is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. I love that Zbiotics is a partner on the pod. They come in these cute little teeny like uh what do you call them, Ash? Files? Like containers, like I guess? Files. files. Yeah, it feels yeah. like, whoa, this is cool. Um, and I know that sounds silly, but I just love the, the, yeah, packaging, the packaging on it. Is, mm-hmm. But I put them in my purse uh, as I'm headed out, you know, to to meet up with the girls or go out on a date night with Chris. Just um, put one of those suckers back. And I know that the next day I'm not going to be feeling like a disaster. Right. Right. I'm able to go out and have a little fun and I don't go crazy. That's the thing. But for me, like especially as I'm aging, alcohol impacts me different. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really cannot stand like it's almost enough to just like not even want to drink. Right. Is like what it how how I feel the next day. And so I love that freedom of like, okay, I'm going to go out and have a little fun. 
right? But I don't have to worry about how I'm feeling the next day. I love, love, love Z-Biotics. And with Valentine's Day fast approaching, maybe you've got a Galentine's party or a date night. Zbiotics is the perfect match for your wine and chocolate pairing. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com slash sip to get 15% off your first order when you use code SIP at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, head to zbiotics.com slash sip and use the code SIP at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Let's bring it home. Time to rant. Do you have a oh rant, my Rave? God. No. We're flying. I can't. I can. I can. Okay, I have a rant for you. Okay. This is a far and few between event, but when this event is underway, it and and newly it's like a newly uh, as soon as it's like it underway and then like okay so what's happening is you need more flour and you open up a brand new yes. bag of flour mm-hmm. and the way they do these is it's a paper bag and then you ha- and you have to unroll the top right but then there's flour that's in the folds of that little roll right so that's coming out that gets everywhere and then uh-huh. it's packed to the brim so then yeah. you're you know, you're opening up the bag and then the flowers, all the things that are packed down on the sides is continuing to kind of get everywhere. And then you go to scoop some out, but it's whatever you need. It doesn't matter because it's not putting a dent in the amount that's like in the bag. Right. So you're scooping right. out, let's say a cup, but this still right. is still packed to the gr- yeah. brim. It's full. And more times than not, you've like ripped a hole in it in some way. So right. then in order okay. to re-secure it, it's bubbling up even more to get it like out and then it's like well shoot do I have to put like a Ziploc bag over it do I have to right. like where do I store it do I have to put it on its side do I kind of like shove wherever and I just there's got to be a better way this is a right. staple this is a household staple like it doesn't feel like it just why are they in feels, paper f- sacks right? that barely have any room <laughs> come on right everything is more convenient everything's, everything's zipper these days like they why are we having a resealable thing why is this 1915 right with flour just again misogyny they say screw women let's make it harder for them in there yeah you want to know why it's like this because a man invented it (laughs) yeah i mean actually that's probably true though probably a man did invent the bag of flour every time and this is far and few between but every time like what are we doing here what are we doing here come on Yeah. yeah Come on. All right. What's your rant? Uh, My rant. So I finally upgraded my iPhone after a couple of years. Got a new iPhone, right? But then here's the problem. I have to get all new charging cords. And remember when they Uh, they changed the charging like a few years ago, Apple 10 or iPhone 10 or whatever? Uh, They changed them all then. And so then you get everything updated, right? And I'm, I got everything plugged in, right? So my nightstand one, I buy the extra long charging cord and I have the little rubber thing that you stick the cord in, you know, and then so it doesn't fall off. So I got it nice. I got this one here by my desk so I can yeah. have it all plugged in. Well, they're all pieces. They're, what's the point now? What's the that point now? I got a new phone. So And I got to get all these new charging situations. So it's, annoying. It really is. I don't understand... Yes. Like what the point is of other than just creating more waste in the world. Yes. Why are we changing charging cords? Why? 
Why isn't there? It should. And also like Android and Apple, I know that you guys are competitors, but like, could you just decide, Hey, let's just, uh, the only thing that we'll have the same is a charging cord. Like, why can't, you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you go to someone's house and they got an Android and they need to charge, I'm like, Oh, I only got Apple shit. You know, why this is a problem. Charge. You know, why this is a problem. There's a fucking man. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Is that what you were going to say? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Too many yeah. men at the table. Come on. And guys, listen, I love men. I actually stopped listening to the Glennon Doyle podcast as much because it seems like they are so feminist that they're male haters a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't like because I love men. I just feel like women have, they're just, they are awesome and they deserve a seat at every table and they deserve to have autonomy and they deserve to have things made for them by them. You know, and we're making yeah. progress. But like, I don't yes. want to get rid of the men. I love the men. No, we love men. But if the men are going to do things like change the charging cords, then I'm done with you. Yeah. Get out of here. The flower bags. The flower Come bags. On. Come on. If this is what you have to show for if yourself. If this is what you're doing, this is what we're doing now. Oh, finally, the women get more power and they say, I know. We'll really stick it to them. Let's, let's change the flower let's change bags the flower first. Bag. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your rave? Um, so the other night we're having dinner. We're we're sitting around and more so this is a, a rave of just like a typical little night that just, you know, when they're smooth and they, they go well. But then we had a special little surprise. So we were sitting around having dinner and every night what, that we sit around and have dinner, we say, what are we thankful for? Mm-hmm. And it's so cute because Ben, whether he always comes up with something, but whether he has something in the chamber or not, it's immediate hand, hand oh. up, just really quick, like urgent, you know, but then lately, oh. lately Ellie copies him. And so it's, what are we thankful for? And Ellie shoots her hand up too. But oh. then every night we ask her, you know, we'll, Ben will say what he's thankful for. And it's typically he'll say something like, I'm thankful we're all having a nice dinner together. He'll say something right. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm thankful we're having pizza or whatever it is, if it's something yeah. he likes. But then um, every time we ask Ellie, Ellie, what are you thankful for? A hundred percent of the time so far. And I'll let you know. I'll update everybody when it's different. When but a hundred percent of the time, Ellie, what are you thankful for? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Yes. yes. Okay. Ellie's um, thankful for yes. Dad, yes. what are you thankful for? You know, we'll do this whole thing. So we are having dinner. It was nice. It was cute. You know, the kids are happy. They're eating and then these things. And then I hear this little knock, knock, knock on the door. I'm like, what? Who's here? You know? And um, I go to the door and it's my mom. And oh. she has a beautiful pie that she brought to us. And it was a chocolate pie. It was really good chocolate Whoa. pie with like whipped cream, and oh my um, gosh! January outside of California, which was incredible, and outside of uh, celebrating Chris's birthday, which was wonderful. January was like uh, challenging for us. It was yeah. hard. It was a hard month, like kind of a couple weeks back to back hard, and I um, and she brought a ju- you know a just because pie, mm-hmm. and I texted her. I said, mom, that was really nice and warmed my heart. You know, thank you for the pie. It was something just as simple as a pie, just being thought of, you know? Yeah. And she wrote, you're so welcome. It was so good to see Ben, to see Betty greet me at the door and, Mm -hmm. um, and Ellie. 
And to see you and Chris after a couple of long weeks through storms and big emotions, the pie delivery just warmed my heart and made my day. So that's so nice. So that's my rave. Thank you, mom, for the pie. I love you. She listens to this podcast. I know she does. I try not to think about it because I'm inappropriate a lot. And if I think about she, your mom listening, then I just I'm less inappropriate. But like I have to be, you know. No, what I mean? she's cool. Like I gotta. Go, I mean, well, yeah, she is cool. She likes me enough, but I still think I should I should tone it down. But then no, I just can't. Never. I can't. I gotta. She I wouldn't gotta want t- you to. No, I know. Yeah. But yeah. Hi, hi, mama. Uh, that's the cutest story. Isn't that nice? Ever heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your baby? Yeah. Um, I got. I just feel like I have kind of a lot of I just feel like my vibes are real high lately so um I was thinking you know to be on the other side because I feel like recently my rave has been like feeling better and it is I was thinking recently like why was December so hard and I think a lot of it comes down to abandoning myself a little bit Mm. um I was listening to this podcast today and they were talking about they're like highly successful men as it turns out they were talking about a couple of things and one of them was that they're just intense and they're a lot for a lot of people and i think i've been told i'm a lot for a lot of my life i've been told i'm dramatic and sensitive and um you know and i've even said to i've heard myself saying several times i said it to you one time i've said it to other people like i don't want to be a high maintenance friend Mm-hmm. Right. And listening to this podcast, they were talking about the things that I've carried shame over, like that I am, I do expect, he's like, I am a hard person to be friends with because I expect a lot of the people I'm friends with. And he's like, and I do it from a loving way. Like, I don't want them to just give me their mediocre. Like, I want their best or whatever. Um, so that, and then also just like that they're an intense people that some people don't relate to. And someone recently told me that they think that I'm, well, I, I heard that people are talking about me that I'm being dramatic, that I'm dramatic. And I, you know, I got in my head for a little bit and then I was like, but I also am dramatic. And like, I think a lot of December was me deciding the things that I am are things I shouldn't be. And so I loved hearing these men talk about like, yeah, I am a hard person to be friends with and that's okay. Right. Like I, so I've got my, so just like find the people that still are. I remember when I said that to you, I said like, I don't want to be a hard friend. And this was, it was when we got on the fight uh, on a fight in the podcast and we ended up having to stop. It was over on Patreon, had to stop recording. And I was like, I don't want to be um, a high maintenance friend or whatever. I don't want. And you were like, no, because I care about you. And I want to know if I'm doing something that hurts you because I don't want to hurt you. And you said, and I, you know, and you would do the same for me. And it like, still, I think about that, like mm. how powerful that statement is, is like, even if you're high maintenance, I'll take you with that. Like, mm-hmm. I like you enough with all of the, th- whatever you come with, I'm in, you know? And I think I, I just had that epiphany as I was walking today. Like it was probably because I was abandoning myself. Like I stopped deciding that the things that make me, me were okay anymore, you know? Yeah. And kind of just, again, coming back home to myself and being like, yeah, it's okay. Like you can be loud and intense and dramatic and passionate. You can be all of those things and not a piece of shit. Like you can still be someone that people want to be around. Not everybody. You're not going to be for everybody, but like you're still a good person that brings joy to people. And like, you know, you can value those qualities. And so I think that is, I guess, my rave. I love that. 
thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I wish you often have seen your thoughts. hand motions because just the, these it was little, a lot. Was like, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And that's yeah. where we end. And that's where we end it. We love you. We love you. All. All the time. Happy month of love. Come to Patreon. Yes. Rate the podcast. Yes. Uh, come back next Tuesday. Yes. That's in order. We will see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. What more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.